Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to MLB Daily, your one-stop shop for daily baseball content. I am LJ LaFura. Alongside me, I've got Brandon Karam, and we are a Belly Up Sports podcast. We are what they aren't. Brandon, how you doing? LJ, doing good. Um, excited to go through what is our last team of the week of the year. Um, I think we ended up doing this. I, I know we always say week 13 is like a joke, but I mean, this is like at least like the 20th edition of this that we've done. So we, we have we have not missed a week, I don't think, in the last two years. Yeah, I mean, we didn't do team of the week last year. We did like, um, oh. or did we do team of the week last we did year? Power rankings last year. That's right. We did do team of the week every Thursday last year. So yeah, we have not missed a week in two years. Um, over fifty editions. Thanks. There's twenty five weeks in the MLB season. Um, let's get right into it. This is some. So th- these stats are based on. Oh, we're not going to have. Oh, I can do the custom date range. That's right. Um, yeah, it's based on you know thir- two two Thursdays to last Wednesday. So yeah, the. 22nd september 22nd through september 28th correct yes and let's start start with the guy who i believe we both picked for our pitcher starting on both the 22nd and the 28th zach allen zach allen put together two terrific starts the first one against the dodgers eight innings two hits one earned with 13 strikeouts followed that up with seven innings of six-hit ball with two earned runs and six strikeouts against the Houston Astros. Yeah, you know, um, I've said it a few times on this show. I'm a big Zach Allen guy. I think uh, everyone's kind of got that. And LJ, he's making a case to finish second in um, the NL Cy Young behind us, Sandy Alcantara, who pretty much has that award locked up. 
By the way, big win for the Brewers yesterday. Corbin Burns versus uh, Sandy Alcantara. Um, great pitched game by by a both of them. But yeah, Zach Gallen, one of the more I guess surprises. But if you watch this guy the last few years before this, you knew that he has the stuff to be really really good. Absolutely, and this is just you know more excitement for this. Diamondbacks team just see him continue to put in consistent outings absolutely well LJ I believe for your uh catcher you're going with the guy who was um the hero for the Mariners last night to send him to the playoffs um Cal Raleigh yep before we get into that let's talk about his week over five games he hit two home runs already drove in six RBIs and slashed 235, 7, or 235, 316, 706. A really strong week for him to begin with. And then you think about the impact of some of those hits. Yeah, I mean, send Seattle to the playoffs for the first time since 2001. Breaks the, or last night he does, breaks the longest um, streak or the longest active streak of playoff drought in the big four uh, North American sports. And LJ, uh, I believe we talked about the other day, it's Sacramento now in the NBA with the longest. Yeah, and it's funny, you know, this is one of those types of things that you kind of see continuing on for a little while now, not to get into NBA takes tonight, today, but, um, you know, there's a big difference between these two teams. Seattle, while they were never good, they were never terrible throughout this this last um what is it now 20 years um it's arguable um there was a few back-to-back like 60 in the 60 win seasons there yeah but they weren't consistently like like we've seen worse run organizations in seattle oh yeah no absolutely like they're not they're not a bad or bad organization there's no it's not justified. Like I would say Sacramento having that long length is justified and it'll continue to be justified. The thing that kept Seattle out was the sheer odds of having only five teams from each league make the playoff. And not only that, like at least the Mariners always had like an Ichiro or a Felix Hernandez, you know, actually a star player to, you know, say, okay, like we have something here. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, ultimately, another thing that I really want to point out here is there are only a half game up right now, but I mean, that's something major to play for for pride is that second seed, not just because you don't want to be the team that faces Cleveland, but because, you know, if you're Seattle, you kind of want to be able to say we we broke our playoff drought, not because they added a team to the postseason but because we got there on our own accord. If they hadn't added to the postseason, we'd still be there, is the rationale that they want to walk out of here with. Absolutely. Um, For my catcher, I go with William Contreras of the Braves, uh, slashed 318, 464, 500 across seven games, home run, two RBIs, and... um, yeah, actually kind of turning into one of my uh, favorite players. Um, he's just a really cool player. And, you know, you add the whole fact that his his brother 
know, also a really good hitting catcher. Um, love that for him. And um, another just young piece on the Braves that could be really scary in the future. All right. Moving over to first base, Brandon, I think we both went with the American Joey Votto. If that's what you want to call a Tristan Cassius, then then I'll go for it. Yeah, there's no shying around, uh, shying out of this. This has been a very impressive start to his career so far. Over seven games last week, he hit three home runs, drove in six, being responsible for scoring a total of 13 RBIs. Now, everywhere you look around this, it was, you know, plus, plus stuff, especially that walk rate. And in the six games he's played against the Yankees, he he's a Yankee killer, LJ. Um, 1,300 OPS, three homers, six RBIs, seven walks in those six games he's played. And he just keeps going. I mean, you know, Brendan, taking a little bit from Brendan's school of thought, you start seeing this type of performance out of him being called up in September and starting to get comfortable, you know, the average hitting for average certainly wasn't necessarily there early on in the month, but it's starting to heat up a little bit. The question becomes, why was he not at least being platooned at the position throughout most of the year? Did he really need all that time in triple A to really, you know, keep improving and keep adjusting himself? Or is it something he could have done at the major league level? The same stuff you've, you know, mentioned about O'Neill Cruz, I think kind of applies here if that's the school thinking you're under. Absolutely. Um, on the second base, we do pick uh, two different guys here, but easily the top two performers. I went with Jose Altuve um, in just five games, you know, 20 plate appearances, three homers, eight runs scored, 20% walk rate, 375, 500, 1.063 slugging for 0.6 war. Um Good week from him and the Astros last night. They clinched the overall number one seed in um, the AL. So the AL goes through Houston once again. Um, I ended up going in a different direction. I went with Whit Merrifield, a name we have not heard on this list maybe ever, if not a very long time. It's the first time I can remember him being. I honestly him. forgot he was on Toronto until that was my next point, and that was part of kind of part of why I picked him was because I forgot he was on Toronto until I was watching that game the other night and saw him out there. And, you know, that's, first off, it's a little shocking for a guy like Whit Merrifield, who was so good and so impactful for so long, but also great to see him heating up right now. Like, yeah, going to do it. If he's ever going to make a true impact on his new team right now at the end of September and in the postseason is when he's got to do it. Well, third base, um, we are in agreement, and I'm not going to let LJ talk about this guy just because don't think we need this that that uh, tangent today. It's it's Manny Machado, um, you know, two home runs, seven RBIs, slashes three forty eight, four sixty four, six fifty two in six games, point six WAR, tremendous defensive value, um, and. You know, the NL MVP, like it seems like Paul Goldschmidt has it locked up, but that second, third, fourth, fifth spot 
is still wide open between Machado, Arenado, um, Trey Turner, Freddie Freeman. There's a lot of guys. I'm, I'm sure I missed someone. A lot of names you can throw in there um, once again. So very excited to see how that plays out. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to waste the time disputing with the Trey Turner pick there. But um, Manny Machado, you know, his, the problem for him all year is that he was he's not the flashy player. You know, if he's going to win MVPs, he's going to do it on his consistency in a year devoid of that. That hasn't been – or in a year devoid of flash, flash play. Like, you're not going to see Manny Machado go on tears like Arenado or Goldschmidt have gone on in points of the year. Like, the offensive numbers are always going to be there. They're always going to be consistent, but they're never going to be the eye-catching type stuff. But he paid on Trey Turner though with his six war this year. I we no, we own that. Don't have, you don't have time for this conversation today. No, I know. At shortstop, I'm gonna go with CJ Abrams of now the Washington Nationals. He's responsible for seven runs this week, steals three bases, and slashes 435, 435, 522. Yes, he does. Um I ended up going with Levon Soto and um I I lost my spot here with the dates. LJ, do you happen to have his stats? I do. Um he is responsible for six RBIs, walks in 9.5% of his at bats in slash 444, 476, 667, all that for 0.3 war this week. Yeah, not the greatest on the the defensive side of the ball to say the least. Um on the left field, I go with Brian Dela Cruz, who had a fantastic um, week. Only five games, only 21 plate appearances, but you're talking about a 632 batting average. Um, an on-base percentage actually lower than his batting average. You rarely see that. Um, 619, that's because of um, like a sack fly. Um, and a 1263 slugging. Two homers, five RBIs, 409 weighted runs created plus, and a .8 war. Yeah, I end up going with Jack Sawinski, probably one of the more untalked about but productive players for the Pittsburgh Pirates this year. Um, he ends up uh, slashing 235, 417, 706, all that for .4 war this week. You know, he's the type of guy who, you know, 18 home runs, 1.4 war, um, below average weighted runs created plus, but you constantly end up seeing his name when they do something good. And, you know, those types of guys go underappreciated a lot when you've got a rebuilding team. Well, in center field, LJ, I'm going with another Pittsburgh Pirate, and it's Brian Reynolds. Um Seven games, two homers, seven runs scored, 333, 500, 667 slash for uh, 0.5 war. Um, there is a few bright spots on this Pirates team. Um, however, that a uh, pitching staff is just oh, scary. Yeah, I end up going in a different direction here. I went with Aaron Judge, you know, purely because um, – you know, or not purely, but 
I wasn't going to take Kleenex. And uh, he certainly deserves it, tying the home run record this week. Other than that, what do you look at? You look at a guy who, you know, walked 38.7% of the time in which, you know, it's kind of hard to keep that uh, discipline and keep the intensity when you're in the middle of something like that and the pressure's on you like that. So I think, you know, his ability to continue contributing to the team in the midst of all of that is a very good sign and something that's not getting talked about enough. Yeah, and, you know, we talked about how Albert Pujols hitting a 700 homers. That that doesn't really make sense. A 38% walk rate just does not make sense to me. Like, how how is that possible? Especially for a guy in his position. Um, but, yeah, I was close to picking him, but uh, I talked about Aaron Judge enough on this show. I wanted to give a little love to, to Brian Reynolds. All right. And moving over to right field. I'm going to go again this week for the second week in a row. Oswaldo Cabrera of the New York Yankees, responsible for eight runs, steals two bases, and slashes 292, 370, 500 for the Yanks this week. Another another great week for a guy who, once he finally got his opportunities, has really taken advantage of them in New York. Yeah, and still ha- already has two outs above average. Um, and has only had 88 total attempts, though, you know, in the short time he's been called up. Um, that's a lot better than most outfielders, um, right now who are in the negatives or in the low or part. He's been outstanding, um, out there for us. Um, also ranks very highly in that new stat cast arm strength stat. So love that. Um, I go with Hunter Renfro, who had three homers. This week, six or seven RBI, six runs scored, 364, 462, 773 slash for 0.5 war for the Brewers. All right, Brandon, where are you going at DH? We are in agreement. It is JD Davis, who just fits this Giants team so well. It just makes sense that he's a giant now. I don't know about you. It just it just makes sense to me. Um the 19 plate appearances he had were extremely productive. 529 batting average, 579 on base, and a one dot slugging. Two homers, 0.6 war, 351 weighted runs created plus. Uh, he raked. Simple as that. Yeah, that's I'm sad weird. I couldn't pick Jordan Alvarez for the last week, but. Oh, wait, we forgot something very important. Yes, LJ. Standing six foot three. 218 pounds, J.D. Davis. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. LJ, your player of the week. My player of the week this week will be Manny Machado. You know, this is – I'm not going to say this. I'm not saying this as a disrespect to him. He earned it. However, generally, this was a weak week. It was. Week, you know, and that's to be expected. You've got a lot of guys in a lot of high-pressure scenarios a lot of impact games where things are going to be taken with, you know, hyper scrutiny from especially the pitching end. So it's not that surprising to see this type of thing. And you also have to factor in the fatigue to the equation as well. I am going with Brian Dela Cruz. I just, you know, I see a 600 
batting average across 21 plate appearances with no walks and you know the 409 waiter runs created plus really does it for me um Manny Machado probably would have been my next pick either him or Altuve but um yeah LJ that is going to be a wrap on our team of the week segment for the 2022 season um I think your mic wrap up for our show it will yes um thanks for listening check us out instagram twitter tiktok at mlb daily pod and we'll see you see you manana mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing chumba casino this year i was only playing for fun so winning this was a dream come true chumba casino is america's number one social casino experience it's serious fun with over 80 casino style games to choose from you too could win life-changing amounts of cash be like mary log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary void or prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details the voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.